now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. Issue 163. I'm Exile, joined, of course, by the God of New York himself, Van Ridd, everybody. Yes, and sir. thank you for joining us for another issue of the Black Brand. Of course, we're giving you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But before we do that, we got to, you know, just, just bullshit just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. So, Van, how you been, my brother? I'm okay, man. I, I got a little bit of a back injury. I kind of feel like Shawn Michaels in 1997. You got a little bit of a back injury. Hold up. Let me yeah. finish chewing this because I want to get into this because back injury needs to be fucking a nigga up. Bro, I, yo, one thing I'm going to say to all the youth out there, take care of your back, niggas, because once your back goes, everything goes, nigga. I'm in hell right now. <laughs> what? So what part of your back is it? Upper back. Spinal. Oh, thoracic? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Thora- oh, that just sucks. What's going yeah, on? Right. You got spasms and shit? Yeah, this is like I don't know, back muscle super tight, bro. It's it's it's, it's bad, bro. It's bad. You, you got to roll them shits out. Yeah, man, that shit hurt. <laughs> but fuck I'm, it. I feel bad for you. When I was, let me tell you something. Actually, when I was in high school, into my freshman year, right, like maybe two weeks away from summer, I'm mm-hmm. lifting for after football and shit, right? You know, you do weight lifting when the football season over. Right. I'm weightlifting, trying to you know trying to get my PR and bench for some of my back pop, dog. <sighs> I had muscle spasms in my back for the next like four years straight. Like, <laughs> gee, gee. And it, it, it comes at random. You'll be like picking up a piece of paper and just like, ah. Oh, yeah. Also, you just, just tingle up your spine. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I feel so like Shawn like Michael just for no reason. Of that casket, man. It gets Undertaker, man. Like, <laughs> just cooked. You feel like Vince when, he, when his ass bounced off the announce table? <laughs> no, 100%, bro. I feel like Big Show when he got a world strongest slim of Mark Henry through the table, nigga. I know that shit hurt. That's a lot uh, of weight. Yeah. I know that shit hurt. I know that shit hurt, bro. That shit was crazy. But yeah, man. So take care of your, your back, kids. That's all I can um, stress to you guys. But how you doing now? I am good. Um, I don't, it's hot. Yo, it's like, I, I know I keep saying it this summer. And like, that was before I knew it was quite literally the hottest summer ever. Ever, bro. But my, my nigga, I went to so what I did today, right? I went to my parents' house um, just to hang out for a couple hours and shit, right? Took the dog with me. Had a good time. Right. When I decided to take the dog out, it's like 5 o'clock, like two or three hours ago. Tell me at 5 o'clock when the sun is going down, why the fuck is it still 100 degrees? See, that's not right, bro. They, they ain't playing fair, nigga. Dog, 100 degrees? 100. I'm supposed to be coming down, my nigga. Uh, it's like, yo, I can't, I cannot say this enough. I know y'all getting sick of me saying this, but why is it so hot? Why, why, why are we now living through what will be the coolest summer of the rest of our lives? <laughs> Unfortunately, man, when I seen, I was reading something they said in Florida, off the shore of Florida, it's like 102 degrees in the ocean, and like Dog. fish are like fucking dying at a rapid rate. It's crazy. If <laughs> and we're approaching hurricane season, which is next oh month. Oh my god, pray for them, bro. Pray for oh, pray for god. Florida, bro. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be uh, bad. Arizona put up the first, I think like the hottest day on is this nigga about to score again, yo? Oh <laughs> yeah, shit, he missed. Yeah, thank God. I was about to say 
I looked I over like, at my screen. I was like, "Damn!" This no, I was me. like, "I was like, this is not fair, dog." Throwing the towel. Yeah, um, man. But it, in Arizona, they, they, it was 130 degrees at least the whole day, or some shit like that. Like they set a new record. Well, yeah, for man. a whole week, it was 130 degrees. Yeah, man, this is fucking hot as hell, man. Like it's everywhere too. It's, you see, it's not just one place. It's not just it's, America either. It's, it's everywhere. Hot here, it's mm-hmm. hot in Portugal. It's hot in Antarctica. You know what I mean? Like, damn, dog, why we gotta be living through the, the consequences of capitalism? Huh? Hey man, it's a lot of unprecedented times that we living in, man. I've heard that like our, forever. I feel like our entire time as adults have been unprecedented. Matter of fact, it back. I feel like ever since the age of fifteen, we've been living through unprecedented yeah, times. Yeah, bro. Like ever since OBZ got elected, man, it's just been a lot of it's shit happening. Just one, just one Brock Lesnar German suplex after another. Maybe that's our Brock Lesnar van. Right, right. Capitalism is definitely our Brock Lesnar, bro. <laughs> so as as bla- us black men get a little championship, a little success. You hear that? And then you're like, fuck. You think Ricochet still hears that in his dream? Ricochet, Kofi, uh, Big E, nigga, everybody. I know Kofi be taking care of his kids. Like, I can't, I, I can't shake that nigga, man. I can't. If I was if I was Kofi, I wouldn't even want my kids using them in the video game. Like <laughs> fuck Brock, bro. <laughs> like nigga cook me. But see, that's how I feel about like football stars and like basketball stars. Like, you ask somebody who's uh, someone's kid who's a favorite player, they'd be like, uh LeBron. Meanwhile, your dad is a whole 15-time all-star, Chris Paul. Like <laughs> oh yeah, that's like when Bronny, oh man, shout out to Bronny James, man. Get better, man. That shit is crazy. Oh, that is that's sad. It's insane. It's insane. But it's like when Brody was like, yeah, I'm going to wear number zero because I don't want people to confuse me with my dad, even though I'm LeBron James Jr. Legend. Even though it says James Jr. on the back <laughs> of his His favorite player was Westbrook, which is hilarious. <laughs> your dad's LeBron, nigga. Wait, hold up. Uh, shout out to Bronny James. I'm like really sad about Is that the I, I read today after, because for those of you who don't know, Bronny James, LeBron's firstborn, not to be confused with Bryce. They got to really find different names to everybody. But, um, uh, mm-hmm. Bronny James went under cardiac arrest today at the USC training facility, which he just uh he just committed to play for them. Yeah, I think college, he's doing right? like yeah, school starts in like a few weeks for him. So uh yeah, so I think this is I read today that it's the second time in two years or second time this year that a kid has collapsed during a USC basketball practice. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just they had a fast is. response though, like because, like, when things like that happen, like, a second is, is a lot of time, so. It, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Quickly. I think they said he's in, he's in the ISU, but he's stable now, so that's really good. Um, dog, we got to, this is this is crazy because, like, uh, I saw a lot of people trying to, you know, do the anti-vax shit like we see whenever, like, someone famous. And, like, anything anything remotely, like, that happens with a famous person now, whether it could be knees, toes, shoulder, heart, you know what I'm saying, pancreas, whatever it may be, there's going to be someone out there, but, yeah, it's because that vaccine, man. Yeah, man, like, I, you know, you know, niggas got to put on their tinfoil hat, man, with everything. But, like, like, where's the empathy, niggas? Like, before you, like, you can even put on the tinfoil hat, whatever. It's your, you know. But, like, yeah. like let's let's be respectful of people in situations. Like, you know. But. I mean, even with that, we got to we gotta be mindful of, like, how COVID affected the whole population. Like, uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's mass shit we don't know about the long-term effects of COVID. Um uh, and damn near like every kid and their mama got it in the, got it in the country. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Like at least so far of it. Like it yeah. might honestly, it might be a, a 
it might be should be might be mandatory for kids to get like heart screeners before they start sports and shit from now on. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you, X. I thought I think that should be the standard. I, I'm surprised that it isn't yet. You know. Yeah, that you know that's what happens when you know your country don't got a functional healthcare system. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I remember back in the day, all we had to do was a, a, a drug test and a physical, and we was you know using the game. Bro, they'll be like, "How old are you? At sixteen? Yeah. All right, go ahead. You know go saying? ahead, little nigga. <laughs> got your registration fee, nigga. That's it. Yeah. You you parent take you got your jerseys. All right, go mm-hmm. ahead. That's Come it, man. Shit is crazy. Um, what you been tapping into, dog? Yo, I've been I've been really just reading a lot of shit. Um, I read the original Secret Invasion again because I had to trade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much: it's definitely better than the show. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's very uh, guys can guess that. Um, I've been um due to the controversies that's been going on this week, and we'll talk about it later. I've been reading a lot of uh Miss Marvel. Shout out to mm. Saladin Ahmed uh rereading uh his run. Um yeah, shout out to Miss Marvel. Um restarted uh House of X Powers X because I know it's ending soon, so I had the omnibus, so I'm just gonna run through that. Um, I should I should cop that when I get a chance. Yeah, just for you know, record keeping sake. You know that, that's that's something that's a um that's like a coffee table ass book at this point. You yeah, know what I mean? definitely, definitely, you know. And that's when Hickman was still writing it, so it was good. Oh, <laughs> oh five years ago, ain't that crazy? Yeah, though? it was a long time ago, man. Um, but yeah, even before that, like even like, um, I think it was was it Benjamin Percy writing it before? It might have been Benjamin Percy writing X Men before that. But it like, was Rosenberg. Like, it was Rosenberg, Rosenberg, Rosenberg. They had, Rosenberg. They had just brought back what? Not Legion. What was X Men? Nate Gray. X Men. Yeah. Um, he kind of wiped out X Men. Yeah. Yep. He wiped out everybody. Then Cyclops and Wolverine and them came back. And then they, then they were like, "Where the fuck is everybody?" Everyone was like, "Well, nigga, we just kind of died." And the Krakoa yeah. happened. Exactly. It, it kind of leads into it, but that was actually a really good story between them. Um, kind of made me like Cyclops again. But um, yeah, definitely pick up Powers of X House of S if you haven't or reread it. You know. Yeah. This full of X shit is gonna be, you know, that's gonna be all types of callbacks. Uh yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not gonna entertain that shit, dog. Um, yeah, I am so good at anything X Men related at this point, dog. If it's, it's not X super oversaturated, bro. So I get it. Yeah, if it's not X twenty three, if it's not Storm, if it's not anything with the Wolverine family that's not written by Benjamin Percy, right, um, right. I'm not tapping into that shit, man. I'm just, I'm not, I'm sick of it. I'm sick. I'm glad this era is ending, honestly and truly. I have no idea what's gonna happen after this because we didn't. They've been kind of done everything. That's the fucked up part. Like, yeah, what, what would you want to see, though, from them? Like, yeah, we might have to take it back to the essence. Yeah, I think like, a return to form is, like, kind of needed. Because, like, think of it like this, right? We've done, they've had their own, this shit, this is their second island, if you really want to get into it, right? Right. This is their second island, because they had Utopia before. Then they had the pocket dimension. Um. Then they had Wolverine and Cyclops had separate schools at one point. Um. Let's just go back to a school, dog. Let's take it back to the essence. This the resurrection shit was like really cool. Like Krakoa as a concept was really fucking cool, and still and they done some cool things. Like don't get me wrong. Like yeah, like we're not gonna sit here and say like the last five years has been complete ass storytelling. The problem is Hickman had all the fire, and that shit went out in then like what the first ten months. Yeah, as soon as you left, so <laughs> as soon as you went to Substack, that was it. Yeah, it was. It was he. Right, he did House of X. He did Powers of X. He did them shits together. He did like the initial run of the X Men, like the first ten maybe issues of the X Men books that came after that. The mutants. He, he did all that shit. Yeah. And they were like, "Yeah, Hickman's gone." Everyone's like, "What? He's been back for like maybe two years. Like, what happened?" Like, yeah. 
Yeah. It is what it is. I think uh, I think I think what you said is cool. Maybe they expand on that like different parts of the school. They'd be like Yo. Wolverine has his own team of you know younger mutants and Storm and Cyclops. You know, I honestly, if they want to be real with it, like they could kind of play on what's even happening with the books right now. Because like the uh, Storm basically runs Mars, right? Yeah. Storm runs Mars and Magneto somehow is back. I have no idea how the fuck that happened, but whatever. I called that <laughs> shit when, it, when he died that he was not going to be gone long. Didn't yeah. even take a whole fucking summer. That's besides the point. Um, but Storm can really have her own school or was really own sect of mutants on Mars. Anybody can come and then whoever the fuck wants to stay with Xavier in them or lack thereof, I think he's dead again now, um, can just stay on Earth. But like, yeah, I would love I think to see you got to consolidate some of these teams too. Like, I just feel like it's just too many different. Sections. Honestly, dog. Honestly, dog. This is like some hair-brained shit, right? But like, what I would do if I if I had if I was X, the X Men editor over at Marvel, I would do something radical like what they did with Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. When people yeah. saw Storm on a cover of, of, of the Brotherhood of Mutants with Magneto, everyone was like, "Yo, what the? That's that shit's hard." You know what I'm saying? What they should do is bring back the X Men and the Brotherhood of Mutants, but switch the teams. Make right, right. This nigga is not human, dog. <laughs> oh, that's not. Man. That's not messy, but that that was hard still. Yeah. Um. But like they should have um the new X Men. By new X Men, I mean the people who like um took over for the original team, like Cyclops, Angel, Jean Grey, Beast, and them. Like have Storm, Magneto, Nightcrawler. Not Night Magneto. Storm, Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler. Um, Thunderbird is back, right? Yeah. Like he he's alive. Mind you, he's like fuck the white people right now, but like he's alive, right? Right. Yeah, so you can bring him back and just have have the Brotherhood run over Mars or you know rule over Mars, whatever. Get into a little escapades and shit. And have you know whatever retro team or shit. You can really, shit, you got all the Brotherhoods that Brotherhood that lives on the island now, right? Kako, like uh, blobbing them, like frogging them and shit. Like or Toad, my bad. Toad them. They can stay on the island and either be the new X Men or the new or the new Warriors or the X Force or the X Factor. You can do anything with them more than the unimaginative shit we've been doing for the past five years. Because after Hickman left, we just evolved into the same shit. The main yeah. people stay on the main book. The side people still got the same books. Like the the, the fucking new mutants are still the new mutants. Yo, they were the new mutants thirty years ago. How about a draft like on some raw SmackDown? A draft, yo. Let's just draft niggas. That's what all niggas in the pot. The mutant just... draft. Yo, let's do it. Like the racial draft. We'll host, we'll host hey, it. Hey, Blackberry and special. <laughs> let's do it, bro. Hey man, hey man, we might. Hey, all right, Discord. I know you listen to this. I know you're gonna hear this. Hold us to this. A mutant draft. The Kakoan draft. We'll do it, man. We'll make it an episode. We'll just do it. All right, man. The Kakoan draft. I'm tapped in with that. Uh-huh. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea what the fuck the prompt for. Oh, what we been watching? Um, have you seen they close Tyrone? Yeah, fire, bro. Fire oh. movie, man. Fire. It, like, it kind of remind me of um, what's that movie? Sorry to bother you a little bit. Just in the, oh, like how with, uh, Lakeith. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. But like it's just so good, bro. Kind of remind me of Black Dynamite too. Black Dynamite, really Boondocks. Um, yeah. It, let me chew my food. Hold up. I was in my parents' house. So I had to get a chance to eat, y'all. I'm so sorry. My oh, bad. Do you think? <laughs> you think? This is a chill episode of the Black Variant, man. We just chilling. Shout out to um, our brother Banks for coming on last week. Yeah, shout out to Banks. Uh, sorry that Banks did not send me his at so I could put it in the tweet. My bad. Um. 
Oh, what we've been watching, they clone Tyrell. That's what we're talking about. John Boyega yeah. is great. Um, John yeah, Boyega is great. Jamie Foxx is mad funny to no one's surprise. Um, I want to I want to give a shout out to the writers of this movie because of this, right? Everyone in their mama watched this movie and was like, "Hey, no!" Like I feel like Jamie Foxx like ad libbed a lot of the shit he said, right? And then some, then one of the people, some someone who actually worked on the movie came out and was like, "Nah, like writers are actually just that good, yo." Like, yeah, if you pay us. This is the shit you get. <laughs> you can have this shit all the time. Get out of this. So this 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 is your message anyone listening to this. You should want the writers to get paid so we get more shit like they clone Tyrone. Yeah, no, nah, they they did a they did an amazing job with it. Um I feel like every few years Jamie Foxx reminds us how good he how good he is, you know. It's not even a few years. I feel like it's roughly every nine months. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll put out some dud movie and everybody be like, oh, I don't know, Jamie. And then they'll be like, Oh yeah. I, I, he'll put out some amazing performance. He'll he'll put out like some some throwaway show on Netflix where he's the best part part of the whole shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Quick check, months, you know. Yeah, this is what you put out a fucking Oscar contender. Nobody will blink. Not a single person. <laughs> exactly, bro. Um, they clone Tyrone. I watched the Invincible special finally. Um, yo, that shit I, was fire, bro. So like, I my only complaint about that is whoever the fuck is not greenlighting a monster budget for this show is an asshole. That that's my only that's complaint exactly, about this man. show. Cause the, the you know the, the animation looks great during the fight, but the rest of the show I'm like it looks better than the last season, but not quite good enough to capture people's attention. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like at the very least, it should be the same level as Harley Quinn. Yeah, easily. And then like you already have the great storytelling. Like all you're missing is the animation at this point. You know? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not asking for like cut, cutting edge like Batman animated series in '92. Like I'm just asking for like can you at least get with American animation standards right now you know what i mean i ask them smoother crazy. make it a little smoother you know yeah cool. like because some of these flying animations look bad like we looking we talking jump force bad you know yeah. what i mean very choppy yeah we talking we're not we're talking gotham knights day one bad you yeah know what I no mean? patch no patch. no 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 patch you know what i mean we talking mm-hmm. we talking manchester united at the beginning of last season bad you know what i'm saying right. for nato brentford that oh. type of bad you know right. what i mean you don't want that shit you want better we want better for the things we like right Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Um, before we get into the show, I just want to remember, remind everyone: make sure to subscribe to our Patreon, man. You can start supporting at just three dollars. We are yeah. not bougie bitches. It, we have a very low threshold to support the podcast. And I just want to say shout out to everybody who has been supporting the podcast. Um, because it's worth we want just for the Discord too. <laughs> yeah, you know, just for the Discord. Shout out to Donnie. Shout out to Empress. Shout out. Oh, sorry. Shout out to DJ Larry. Shout out to everybody who makes the Discord a really like. I don't want to say family because like whenever you know people usually say family and non-familiar says it's like your shitty job or something like that. But the Discord is really like a family, yo. Like yeah, it really is. It's really cool to have a group chat curated of all the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, or at least that you that we think so. So um shout out to them. Yeah. Um I was about to say something else. I completely forgot. Well, let's get into the shot. You ready to get in dead shots? Yeah, let's, let's jump in, bro. All right, so first. Braun, and I do not mean Bronny James or LeBron James, but Braun, the studio LeBron behind Braun Baker, studio behind Joker, Judas and the Black Messiah, and the Idol, has filed for bankruptcy. How, bro? <laughs> How do you have those kind of successes and file for bankruptcy, bro? See, that's the great the first a pandemic. Oh, uh, but secondly, I was I was just thinking that like, okay, the Joker made a billion dollars, right? And I know Warner Bros. did not think it was going to be good, which I don't know why the fuck they didn't think that. Um, but they only like gave they only gave like twenty five percent of the financing, right? So Braun should have been 
like after budgets and share, I'm just going to assume they had a profit of maybe 500, 400 million. Braun should could have at least got at least 200 million of that. True, but also like if you factor in Judas and the Black Messiah, that got kind of ate up by COVID, so it went straight to scene, straight to streaming. This is true. So they didn't really make any money on that. And then the idol was probably one of the biggest loss of any TV show ever. Like just money wise, it costs a lot of money to make that show. Like I'm hearing like almost like 150 million dollars just to uh, make that show. Hey, Abel should be ashamed of himself. There's yeah. Hey, there ain't nothing else I can say about the show that's good. That that show that shit should have just been banned from TV. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Once again, I feel like it could have been a decent show. You just had somebody else playing uh, the weekend's character, but you know, yeah, and you know, make it you know, it made me feel like Logan Roy was the main character, and I don't like that. You know, not <laughs> to that, not Logan Roy, Roman Roy. Roman Roy, yeah, yeah. It made yeah. me feel like Roman Roy was the main character. That shit not made as me funny. Feel not as funny, you know. What I mean, at least Roman yeah, is funny. Yeah, it's like Roman is hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I can say that now because I've been watching fucking Succession. Uh-huh. Uh, but Roman's funny, but like all the weird shit he does is like a side of that. Yeah. Imagine if like all the weird shit he did was the main character, and that was the weekend in the idol. Yeah, it was it was very strange, man. But they took a lot of losses, you know. So it, it kind of adds up, even though they had that you know gigantic win. I'm sure they took a lot of losses along the way. Actually, you know what I just thought about? If they're going bankrupt. They're not gonna be around to get the Joker two profits. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody's gonna that's going straight to somebody's pocket over there. Oh, that's that's oh some I I know some janitor is pissed that an exec is probably gonna get that payout, not him. Yeah, um, some some exec is gonna get that, and then you know, I didn't think about it. Them using the DC license that Warner Brothers owned, they probably didn't get a bigger share of the first movie as you would think. Yeah, they mm, maybe they got a better deal. Shit, maybe. Maybe this bankruptcy is to buy time until Joker 2 comes out. You never know. Is it a 50 cent broke situation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know Invincible is getting the first video game? Nah, for real? Yeah, it's, it's not like it's not coming to PS5 or like Xbox and nothing like that. But it's All coming right. to iOS and Android. It's called Invincible Guarding the Globe. It is a free to play idle squad based RPG from Ubisoft's Barcelona Mobile Studio. So basically, like, uh, is it Marvel Future Fight? That's like the squad uh, battle thing they got. Oh, Strike Force! I play Strike Force. Yeah, yeah Strike yeah, Force. There we go. It's basically the mental Strike Force for those of you who play uh, Marvel Strike Force. So if you're into that, that, yeah, go tap into that. It's a nice little mobile game. Some you know, furiously tap your phone while you're waiting at the DMV or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Um, speaking of checking some shit out, uh, John Boyega has said he is now open to all opportunities in regard to a return for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah right, nigga. Hey man, hey hey man, you said it. Hey dog, you can't fool me, John. But I'm familiar with your game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can we can we just call it? Is he gonna be in the in the Ray Star Wars movie? Absolutely. I don't if, I don't think there's any doubt, and he'll be a Jedi or something more important in it. With that, if yeah. if he's not in that movie, and if he's not a Jedi, but I'm I'm talking Jedi when we start. I'm not talking about no heroic saga's friend to earn it. I'm not talking he got to go on a fucking mountain quest to get a lightsaber. I'm not talking he has to go find the Kyber Crystal. This shit can open with him fighting his Kyber Crystal, but he better be a motherfucking Jedi at the beginning of that movie. Yeah, especially with them saying it's going to be like 15 years in the future. So, like, come on, man. Let's get to the shits. I hope they're able to get all three of them back because, like, I feel like really any any combination of, like, just John Boyega and Oscar Isaac or John Boyega and Daisy Ridley it's kind of weird. Like the, the three of them really work as a trio. And I hope they do find a way to get all three of them back. Um, yeah. 
I always felt like Oscar Isaac was still going to be the hardest one to get back because just based on his schedule, man, like he's doing a lot of shit. He's on Broadway right now. He was before the strike. He was doing Broadway and shit like that. Um, so True. Um, I always thought he'd be the hardest one to get back. He probably would be the hardest one to get back. I would. I mean, like Daisy really is the easiest one because, like, out of the three of them, she's she's in the least amount of stuff that at least I see. Like, I, she can be in a bunch of any movies. And I cannot know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oscar Isaac is—he's been the one who's been loudest about I will never. I I damn near don't want to do a blockbuster again. You know yeah. what I mean? Let alone a Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, I think he's locked in for Moon Knight season two, which I don't know why that's happening. If that happens, yes. If that happens, I might that might get cut. I could definitely see that getting cut. Bob Iger might have already given that to Axio because we ain't we ain't heard sh- we ain't heard shit officially about Moon Knight season two yet, and it's been what a year, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. They said it was coming, and then nothing else. We heard we ain't heard. Hey, it's out there looking like Aquaman too. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> speaking speaking of the shit that's crazy, The Rock, The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the man who everyone slanders as, as a franchise killer, six months ago. Makes the largest single donation in SAG after history for the support slash relief fund that goes to support the writers and the actors during the time of the strikes. Um, the exact amount was not disclosed, but it's confirmed to be at least seven figures. Van, yeah. how are we feeling about this? I, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give the Rock props for doing that because, like, no matter his agenda <laughs> or how much he's politicking, it's still a good gesture at the end of the day. You know what I mean to do this because. A lot of people wouldn't have, and he did it. But I will say, The Rock is the greatest politician in the history of man, bro. Yo. <laughs> this is the smartest move anybody can make for somebody like him. Because, like, you're good forever now in niggas' eyes. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least in yeah. that acting circle. Niggas gonna always want to work with you now because you did what you did. So, Shit, you have to do from, from, like, The Rock's perspective, right? Like, he comes from an industry where, like, Unions have been were killed like twenty years before he got in the business. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he had no chance of this shit. So now he's a part of one. He's like, you know, what? let me make this. Let me make sure this shit happens. He did something for the boys. Um, it would be nice that like you know if someone like you know, Tom Cruise did that shit. Nah, Tom Cruise is kind of like Kanye. Like he only like he's fighting for shit that only involves him. Like everything else is like he doesn't really give a fuck about. Like no, that's fair. He's not here like he's right not a stunt worker or AI nigga. He don't give a fuck. Like. Yeah. yeah, I'll actually I'll give props to Robin Downey Jr. because a lot of people gave him share of the weekend for you know being the face of, of the MCU, um, and people don't know that Robert Downey Jr. banged on Marvel several times to make sure his Avengers co-stars got paid. Yeah, he made sure everybody like granted he got a big ass check himself, but he made yeah, sure he, everybody else did too. He got the biggest check by a wide <laughs> margin, but that was technically not his fault, right? I mean, I'll be but, honest with you, that's probably part of the reason he got killed off. That that yo, hey, remember what Scott said? Freeing yeah. up the freeing up the cap space. That's exactly yeah. why he got cap. Exactly. Off. Um, but people got people got people like this, right? Um, Mark Ruffalo, who plays Hulk and Hawkeye, uh, and Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, they were getting as low as what a quarter million and six hundred thousand for the first Avengers, for an movie. Avengers movie. For the yeah. first Avengers movie. Mind you, y'all remember y'all that movie made a billion dollars, one point two billion, and they got paid. Only a quarter million six hundred thousand. Now, to regular people, that sounds like a lot of fucking money, right? But that's still not equity, right? It's still right. not equitable, and that's the whole point of this shit. For people yelling about, you know, actors getting paid too much and shit like that. Yo, for all of you, like maybe one actor you hear about getting paid millions and crazy, crazy fucking money and shit like that. Doja Cat money, right? Which we'll talk about her later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doja Cat money and shit like that. Yo, there's like a hundred actors who don't get paid shit, man. 
Yeah. Not shit. Yeah, man. Most of them don't even qualify for health insurance, man. That's that's a crazy stat. That is a that is a wild as fuck. That what's the stat? Eighty three percent of them don't qualify for yeah. health insurance. Yeah, um, Connor Leslie, who played Donna Troy in the Titans show, put on an Instagram post last week. It was like, bro, this is like the first. This is one of the first years I can't. I don't qualify. Mind you, I was on a nationally. I was on like the the headline show for a fucking streaming service three or four years ago, or this yeah. just this year too. Yeah. So they came and out she, shit, season four, yeah. And she was like, "Bro, the streaming service I did this work for, two of them don't even exist anymore. They have a fucking like residuals for them." Shout out to DC Universe, man. Shout, shout out to the. We didn't realize DC how great Universe. we had it, or maybe we did, and we just didn't, you know. We a hey, we did DCA for people who don't know. DC Universe was mad fun, lit, lit, bro, mad fun. People complain like Smallville and shit was on there, but you know what? I watched a lot bad bad animated series. Bad animated series, and then you had access to all the comics. Like, Dog. fucking amazing, bro. Yo, like shout out to DC Universe. We had a gym, man. Yeah, man. Um, you want? Are you ready to get into San Diego Comic Con? Yeah, let's let's jump in. Uh, this is it's not technically a Comic Con surprise, but George R. R. Martin has confirmed that House of the Dragon season two is halfway done with filming. Oh, yeah, because UK niggas can still shoot, right? Yeah, because UK, for those of you who don't know, UK actors are covered by a different union called Equity, I think. Um, and I think the Labour Party in the UK, which I think are the either the like the Amer- the UK equivalent of Republicans or conservatives, um, basically put in like clauses a long time ago that if uh, the UK lab- actors union was like ever to do a strike in solidarity with the uh, American one, they would basically lose all their coverage and protections against the studios in the UK, and they all kind of be fucked. So that's the only reason they're not yeah, striking. That's a right dirty game, bro. Yeah, that's that's some that's some across the pond capitalism like narco shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that's that's some to think of, to think of it like that. That's some nasty shit to have the forethought to be like, yeah, y'all niggas can't express solidarity with the people y'all work with all the time. Yeah, I see my son Logan Roy banging on niggas. He was giving a speech. <laughs> yo, Angry. Brian Cox don't even like niggas. He's out there you know, giving speeches, yo. Like, come on, man. Hard, yeah. He been living the William Stryker gimmick probably his whole fucking life. He <laughs> out there giving speeches. That's a fact, hundred uh, percent. Uh, you ready? To get, let's get into the thing with Comic Con surprises, though. Let's talk about Invincible, the Adam Eve special. Um, for those of you who don't know, Invincible had a panel at San Diego Comic Con over the weekend. They announced, fucking surprised us. With a whole hour-long special for Adam Eve, Sam from the first season of Invincible for her prequel, like her origin story, and the shit was hard. Yeah, it was actually really good. Like the use of the powers was really interesting. Um, it was violent as you you think Invincible would be, and a great segue into the second season, man. Like I'm really excited, man. The Invincible comics are just so good, and I'm happy that they're like giving space and leeway on Amazon to live and create freely over there. I I think it's super cool, like how much birth they're giving them. Uh, it seems to me, like I haven't read the comics at all for Invincible, but it seems to me they're doing pretty fucking accurate because. Hold up, Demon Jet Appa is having a moment. <laughs> Shout out to uh, my nephew Appa, NBA Bark Boy. Gotta love him. Oh. Adam Eve, there we go. I the the violence in this show is a lot. Um the the like the experiments and shit were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um I wish the animation budget was better because I think they should have been cooler. Um 
Like I, I, I I'm going to keep harping on this because like I think it's kind of fucking wild that Amazon has like one good animated property, and they seem to like not want to give these niggas any money at all. Um, yeah. but I thought her backstory was cool. I I kind of I haven't seen Invincible in a while, so I kind of forgot like how shitty her dad was and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like seeing the, her parents again and how like they reinforced her was really cool as well. Um, and like at age thirteen, she was like, "Hey man, fuck these things. I can do this shit on my own." No, no, solo, nigga. I can get this out the mud, dog. I don't need them. Like, and I feel like you get a, a different level of independence with like because of your powers, you can literally just make money out of thin air. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, that that like I don't really need to I don't need to like steal from folks. I can get myself an apartment. I can fake my credit score. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like think about, think about 12 year old X with, with superhero powers. If I had Adam Eve powers and her and her knowledge, not only is she super cool, she's super fucking smart because her origin story. Mm-hmm. Um if I had the molecular knowledge, the molecular knowledge of that shit and like able to trans based on some firestorm shit. Bro, I would have committed so much robbery. <laughs> Easily, bro. I would have, I would have, I would have robbed the bank. Would have been like, hold up, why am I robbing the bank? I can be the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. That's exactly how. Yeah, that's exactly how that that leap of logic would have gone. Mind you, might have been in prison by the time it happened. Maybe that's Definitely. besides the point. Definitely, but fuck it. You know. Um, I thought, I think it was really cool how they really focused on her the whole episode and made it like an effort to not. Have like Mark do like a few a cute little cameo like during the shit. Um, they could have, they could have yeah. yeah, And yeah. they, I'm glad they saved that to the end so like she can have her own moment to shine. Because honestly, I I might be Team Adam Eve at this point. Like, oh, yeah. hey man, she she ain't get her ass beat like Invincible did on the, the whole first week. Speaking of uh, Invincible, man, how you feel about Omni Man and Mortal Kombat, man? I that you know it's a that's horribly fitting. Um, it I will be surprised. Listen. I'll say this, man. Y'all, we, they put out the graphic for it, and Omni Man looks really cool because you see him in Homelander and shit. But motherfuckers gotta gotta keep an eye on the prize, right? Motherfucking Ermac is right there without his mask, <laughs> and it took me two a fucking week to realize that was fucking Ermac, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to the fucking Mortal Kombat dads for for knowing their um knowing their audience and knowing the demo. Because Omni Man and fucking Homeland being in the game, hundred percent great. Um, yeah, J.K. I, Simmons doing the voice of him too. J.K. Simmons coming. I love J.K. Simmons. Uh, <laughs> I love that man so much. Uh, um, what if they got Anthony Starr to do Homeland? That'd be cool too. He ain't doing shit. He might as well. Yeah. Um, no disrespect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but allegedly, Invincible season three recording is also done, like the the voiceovers and stuff. So they might be able to fast track the animation for this. Uh, but. Uh, if it took them what Invincible came out in 2021, right? Yeah, yeah. If it took them two years to get the animation like this, they can wait a little bit longer. I, I, I'm willing to wait just a little bit longer. You can keep season three until like 2026 if that's what it takes. Did you uh, see? Did you see what they teased though? Like with the um the whole Spider-Man thing? No. What? Oh, are they doing the crossover? So basically, back in the day, you know this this next season, Invincible and the Invincible story goes. They're gonna talk about multiverses, right? Different versions of characters and shit. Like this, mm-hmm. like the next thing. And like back in the day, Robert Kirkman did a Marvel team up book with Invincible and Spider Man. And the cover, Mark was looking at the cover of that comic on his phone during the old teaser trailer thing. So a lot of people oh, are speculating that they're gonna do a Spider Man Invincible crossover, would which would make sense because Sony is working with Amazon on different Spider Man properties. So 
I I ain't peeped that. That's actually really yeah. cool. If if they're able to get that crossover without like you know having to do any crazy shit for, for Marvel, or whatever, that would be really cool. Um, honestly and truly, if they could, if they can get Invincible, I don't think like it it'll be great for like storytelling purposes. But like if they can get Invincible and um like Kang Dynasty. Or any of the next cool. Avengers movies, that'd be really well. Just even just the animation form, like you don't have to cast Steven Moon or nothing like that. But just if you just start with a little animation of them, that would be really cool. It could just be like a little cool Easter egg for the background. Don't even gotta be being on the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be even that'll be just as cool. Yeah. It'll be really, you know, it'll be really hard if they're able to get the Batman crossover too. Yeah, that would be cool too. That'd be cool, man. If, if they got if they got Zaza, if, if, if Bezos walked up to Zaza, and say, hey nigga, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey come up with that Bruce Wayne cameo. You feel me? You know hey I mean? man, Cape Crusaders already over there, Amazon. So, hey, hey, you said it. You said it. If they, if they can, shit, you can't even get Kevin Conroy to do it no more. Unfortunately, no. damn, R.I.P. But yeah. you know, if they can get, if they, if Matt Reeves can get Patterson to do the voice, oh my God. for like two minutes in the Invincible episode, that Mike would be hard. His, his real life Batcave, man. Bro, yeah. you can fuck around and put Patterson's Batman in that shit. Like you can have him cross over into Patterson's world and be like, "Yo, you are way too bright to be in my Gotham." You know what I mean? Right, exactly. That would no, that would be, be hard. Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of different um, opportunities. Fucking invincible. Have you seen the boys trailer? Uh the for the school shit? Yeah, Gen V. Yeah, that actually looks really good. I'm really interested about that. Um they someone said it's like euphoria with superpowers, and I was like, damn, that's that's horribly on brand. Like Yeah, it kind of looked like um not euphoria, but like the grassy, but like the later seasons, but like with superpowers and shit. So oh like with Connor in them? Yeah, yeah. So like oh, I'm gonna be tapped in. Um it to me kind of like I don't want to like be disrespectful, but remember the like the tomorrow people on the CW? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of it, it was kind of giving that a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Um it was giving um what was the X-Men show on Fox right before they got the gifted? It's kind of giving the gifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which neither of those are bad shows. I'm not trying to like dunk on them or like that. But it's kind of giving that. I want to see maybe how they take it forward. Um, mind you, the only thing I've seen is just a trailer so far. But you know, yeah. the boys has been known to push the to push the needle further. So like, I have nothing but faith they're probably gonna do that anyway. Yeah. Um, the only thing that sucks is it's like these characters are gonna be super insignificant to like what the rest of the show is probably gonna be. But fuck it, I, I'm here for the ride. I seen I seen Shorty was bloodbending niggas. Sign me up. What? That's a that's a that's just an unfair power, man. Yeah, like, man. There's just some things that you, no matter what, you should just not be able to do. Bloodbending and reality warping—that's just not fair. It's just not how fair, the, bro. How the fuck am I supposed to contend with someone who can make a universe? Yeah, you can't even just Team shoot him. Franklin Riches, <laughs> team full of Franklin Riches niggas. You can't even shoot them, yo. Like, nope. if someone gets at like Adam Eve, if someone gets to a point, yo, where they can just you know fix whatever, just you can't even shoot them. Just leave them alone, dog. Yeah, just, let just, them ride. Just go to a different earth. Yeah. Um, you ready to get into some DC film announcements? Yeah, let's jump in. Enter my Miami is just beating up a balloon, niggas. This is not fair. <laughs> um, WBD has announced that two new upcoming DC animated movies, one being Justice League Crisis of Infinite Earths, and the second being Watchmen. And they're both set for 2024. Van. How are you feeling about this, my guy? 
All right, so Crisis on Infinite Earths, I think, can be done very well animated-wise. I have no issue oh, with that. 100%. I, I think you got a lot of opportunity to do some cool things. And, like, it, honestly, if it's true to the comic, you really, you really could take that panel for panel and be fine. Um, But, yeah, man, I think that's be that's going to be cool. Watchmen, I feel like it's kind of unnecessary. I feel like the movie and the TV show kind of did Watchmen a, a justice across all media. So, I like the, I feel like the animated is just kind of redundant, you know. And they had that cool video game, which no one told us about. That Watchmen game. Wait, was there was a video game? There was a Watchmen video game on PS3 where you played as Rorschach and Night Owl, and it was fucking cool. Pretty good beat em up, bro. It was like predates Arkham. It was actually pretty good. Okay. Okay. I feel you. I might, I might have to find the YouTube video for this. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Or maybe we can but, um, play it. Yeah, you like beat up people in the strip club. It's pretty fire. Um, <laughs> you can definitely get more to play this. Never mind. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, but nah, man. I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's um, Crisis is fire. Watchmen's kind of like uh, unnecessary, but fuck it. Um, I don't get the point of doing Watchmen because Watchmen, like you said, Snyder did it, and not only did Snyder do it, the Watchmen movie is great. Yeah. Um, and the Watchmen show is great, and they reprint Watchmen every three years. So, I don't necessarily get the point of doing Watchmen, but it's a new generation, and at least DC animated in my time has damn near been all hits and no misses. Yeah, at least they work it, bro. My bad. I was sure. But at least in my time, until like before like 2015, like before they did the new 52 shit, what was the what was the last bad DC animated movie? Um, like, like maybe the most glaring sign, yeah. Red Sun, like the most glaring example I could think of is maybe, um, like, um, the first death of Superman because I know I remember people didn't like it, I thought it was fine, but I was also 11 when that shit came out, so I had a different per- perspective, yeah. But that's the last thing I think of, like, of being like straight up maybe bad or maybe mid. Um, if they if they can get a good cast, um. I am partial to like the people who used to do the old DC animated shows like Justice League and stuff like that. So yeah. if they can get the surviving cast of that to maybe do like the same their counterparts for Watchmen, I think that'd be super hard. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I really don't see how they can reinvent Watchmen because fuck the show, the HBO show we did a couple years ago did that and it did it pretty fucking yeah, well. It was perfect, perfect continuation of the story. Like it just worked out, you know. Yeah. Um, ready for Aquaman news. <laughs> is this real news or is this fake news? It's it's fake news. Oh, uh, listen, we talk shit. We used our white woman powers last week, and we got a, we, we created Aquaman update out of nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman two, the biggest update we've gotten so far is allegedly it has gone under three rounds of reshoots, one for each regime that has been in charge. I'm not bullshitting. That's actually in the article by uh, Boris Kit. So basically, they say Kalar and HBO Max had the post credits for Aquaman set to be with Keith, with Michael Keaton cameoing at the end. Uh, DeLuca and Abney were the people who took over after Kalar, but like for the transition of Rosalblah before they, for James Gunn came in. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a cameo in it with Affleck as Batman that we talked about, I want to say, either last yeah. winter or last summer. Yeah, maybe like um, Yeah, and then... Now, Gunn's version of that round of reshoots has neither of them in it because, of course, he's not going to continue any um, DC, DCEU character into his universe with Blue Beetle being separate. 
Um, and I think Gunner since confirmed that Aquaman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman will not be coming into his DCU. Um, so this is kind of where we are with we're Aquaman. They will say this though in the article. They said that they do have faith in this movie because, and this is how you know, I feel like they are letting Blue Beetle to die. Um, that they gave the money for three rounds of reshoots for this movie because they have faith in it and they ballooned the budget with what was already 200 million, probably into 300 million range, right? Mind you, Blue Beetle asked for like two more, like two days of reshoots and they said, fuck no, promptly. Yeah, they, they sent that movie up to fail. Um, and I think that's super wacky. Yo. I think that's like, it, it really happened at a bad time because of the strikes and whatnot, but like, W, David Zazov is not setting that movie up for success, man. Yeah, you know, it's kind of been being sent out there to, to, to die, which is messed up, man. Especially first Latino leading superhero movie in the DC thing, and it just kind of gets uh, left out there to die. Crazy. Yeah, just to, the, how the fuck, like, it is crazy as fuck. Like, Amer- American capitalism is crazy as fuck. And I'll say this just because of this, right? How the fuck is, are we living in a world where the greatest entertainment minds or like studios ever to ever exist on this fucking planet, right? Um, have decided that it is more profitable to kneecap shit than it is to just put it out and let it be successful. Yeah, like and get behind it, you know, and then you know put their resources in things that like is not going to work out for them. Like I think I think this Aquaman movie it might do all right. I feel like when it comes out, you know, but with this balloon budget is like it's never going to meet the expectations that they think is going to make. You know, I get it. The first movie made made a billion, but like. That was how many years ago? That was almost five years ago at this point, bro. It was we should be coming up on six. If hey, if this movie gets pushed back, it's gonna be six. Six. Um, like, I I don't I really don't know, dog. Like, I want to have faith in this movie, right? But I got no faith in David Zosloff, man. It's bad I got, play I got, besides James Wan, I got no faith in the people behind this movie. Um, James Gunn could even want the best for this movie, but James Gunn is ultimately not making the final decisions on this shit. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's really shitty. Um Zaslav is really he's really killed whatever good what was left around DC. That shit really breaks my heart, man. He's killed the goodwill and he's just making like terrible dated decisions, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's just it's just poor decision making. What what says that during striking questions and Bob's your uncle? Um <laughs> Let's get into some CEO Comic Con announcements from, from at least on the Marvel side of things, or at least on the comic side of things. Um, we have several Marvel announcements first, though. I'll tell you all that. First up, we got Gang War. And yes, that is the title of Marvel's next event. A new street level crossover event spinning out of Amazing Spider Man. Um, it will pull in both Spider Man, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and all the other street level heroes. Um, and the only tagline or like reason they gave is like Spider Man just got fed up and shit, and shit popped off. Um, well, I think it's like, I know vaguely in the Spider-Man story right now, like Tombstone and different people are vying for power and shit. So I'm, guess, I'm guessing they're basically going on some um, No Man's Land shit. Yeah. In a, in a certain way within the Marvel Universe. Uh, I'm not sure how how that status quo works, given that like there's mad heroes in New York all the time, no matter who's the mayor. Uh, right. So I'm not sure how that would work with them, but hey, I'm, I'm at least... Open to it. So, how you feel about this, man? It kind of feels like, like you said, uh, this also kind of feels like a diet war of jokes and riddles. You know what I mean? Like a, a diet <laughs> version of that. You know what I mean? But Shut we'll up, take Tom it, man. Yeah, um, I 
it, it's an amazing Spider-Man event in 2023. That, that's, that's all I'm saying about it. Um, Marvel has also announced a new Punisher series as Frank Castle has disappeared and a retired S.H.I.E.L.D. Black Ops agent is taking up the mantle as the as the resident punishment Punisher van. Van, how you feeling? This is some bullshit. Yo, man, like, where's my boy Frank Castle, man? Who is this blonde-haired, blue-eyed motherfucker? This blue lights matter nigga running around with the mantle, bro. I don't like it. Because we all know what this is leading up to. He's going to be for S.H.I.E.L.D., whatever. Then next thing you know, he's going to be for Frank over the mantle in like six Punisher, months. Punisher, hey, Punisher versus Punisher coming to you by spring exactly. next year. I'm exactly. Right I can already see the covers now. Them holding the guns up to each other, man. But this is this is silly, like... I get like I get being a superhero is about passing on the mantle, but like not with Frank Castle, nigga. The only reason he gets away with the things he does is because he is Frank Castle. But we'll see. I really wish like we were we were living in a time where these companies would like would take more risk with these characters because like it really just feels like we've been living through like the same ten to fifteen stories for the last like twenty years, doesn't it? Yeah, especially like I don't mean to jump your boy, but especially with Spider Man, bro. Like it's the same cycle of stories, bro. Clone saga, symbiote, gang, uh, just <laughs> gang. Like you know what I mean? Different factions beefing. You know, it's the same cycle, bro. Yeah, I we just we just keep going to the same. I want them to be different and creative. Like I want I want for Punisher. Like Punisher get a, should really just die, and I don't mean that bad in a bad way. But like Punisher is a character who's meant to die. Yeah, like even like him dying, I don't have an issue with. Or like, there's so many more stories you could tell with Frank Castle. You know, he's done a lot of cool shit. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's you can make him even cooler. Yeah, he's trying to be a little bit matches though. That's it. Like, yeah, like just, really reinforce how much this nigga doesn't fuck with the police, so people know. Yes, that's a, that's a hundred percent the right right <laughs> like, way. Let's to do really it. like let's really get into it. You know. Now, mind you, would John Bernthal get thrown into prison off GP? Probably, but that's besides the point. <laughs> exactly. Um, also announced this weekend, or reinforced this weekend, rather, Al Ewing is taking over Thor duties. He's set to write the Immortal Thor. Um, starting in August, Ewing's Thor number one is going to hit stands with art by Marco Coccolo and a covers by Alex Ross, which if you know, listen to the Black Bearing, you know, that's an easy way to get me and Van to, to buy some shit. <laughs> At least the number um, one shit. Yeah. <laughs> How you feel about Immortal Thor, man? Um, I don't. Thor is such a weird character because they. I feel like they did so good with him, giving him the cosmic abilities and him, you know, knocking off Galactus, and just to bring him back down. And like, I get it, he's gonna rebuild Millionaire and all that, but I don't think. I think the Immortal title is kind of like you should have just kept at the Hulk, man. It kind of would made that um that run special, but we'll see. I I think this is cool because like I like Donnie Cates, don't get me wrong, but I think Donnie Cates Thor run was like a dummy brick. Um it was it was cool for the Galactus moment, but like what else happened in that book besides Odin died? Yeah. Essentially like, yeah. Odin died, they had like a little family reunion moment, and that was kind of it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if we had went from basically uh War of the Realms to the some mortal Thor run, we wouldn't have lost anything. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like it w- it wasn't like a big, you know, a lot of shit going on in between. Um I I should probably tap into this. Cause I, I, I honestly I don't have many regrets in comics. I regret not like keeping up with the Immortal Hulk run as it was going on. Yeah. I made a conscious decision. Like that shit came out, I looked at it at the shop, I was like, 
This is that number seven covers what drew me in when I seen all the Avengers standing over Hulk and he looked like he's about to punch all of them in the face. It's hey, they bro, they killed off Bruce Banner, bro. They killed off their friend and he came back. Just hilarious. It's like the fourth time they didn't kill his ass, too. Oh, <laughs> also announced the same Comic Con following the yes, the superior Spider Man. Returns one shot that we oh, talked another, about. Another, another cyclical thing with Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, continue. Dan Slot and Mark Bagley, God bless Mark Bagley, so will reunite for superior for a superior Spider Man ongoing series featuring Otto Octavius as Spider Man. We called I, this weeks ago. I I don't what the what the fuck do y'all want me to say about this man? Like honestly, <laughs> honestly, what the fuck do you want me to say? Like I'm, I'm trying to find the patience, the emotional bandwidth, or some shit to like you know be better about this. But what do y'all want me to say about this dog? Like why, why? I lived long enough. We have lived long enough to mm-hmm. have to have lived through the original Superior Spider-Man run, and now them bringing this shit back. Mind you, no one has asked for this. Right. You know, and, and, and we like, like that shit. I like Superior Spider Man. Like, I don't mind it, but it's just like, why are we rehashing it so soon after the run just kind of ended? Like, it kind of ended during War of the Rounds, like during that time period. So it's like, why are we revisiting it so soon? Like, you know. yeah, yeah, it's not even like it's what was it War of the Rounds and Secret Empire? Like, it's like yeah. it hasn't been a long time since like they tried to do this shit again. They tried to do this shit three or four years ago, and he got he got his own little series, and it got canceled. Like, yeah, they got, yeah, they got clipped. Yeah, but why are we why are we so funny to make uh, Doc Ock Spider Man? I I don't know, I don't know, man. It's like once again, Marvel just intent on repeating these same stories. And then did did you see they're doing the Craven's first hunt? I mean, Spider Man's first hunt with the symbiote Spider Man going against Craven. Stop playing! Oh, that oh, that might be an exclusive. Stop, stop that might be, uh, that might be uh, exclusive, but uh, that's happening. They're calling uh, the Spider Man's first hunt. Spider and symbiote Spider Man going against Craven. So there you go. Exclusive new shit, new shit. But yeah, that's happening too. So once again, Marvel reaction stories. Why? Why? Why are yeah. we doing this? I don't know, man. Your favorite character's in the mud. It's kind of it's kind of crazy how we did a 180. brother. I hate it here. Uh, why the fuck we got? Why do you have the corpse of John Romita Jr. doing this shit? Stop this. I don't get it, man. This it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Whatever. Let's get into the Eisners. Um, the Eisner's, you know, say old comic contradiction, the Eisner Awards was like the, the comic industry awards, basically. Um, mm-hmm. not as good as the Blammies, but you know, um, <laughs> they announced the winners over the weekend, and we wanted to give a quick moment to give a shout out to people who did win. Um, for best short story, Finding Batman from the DC Pride special this last year, one that was written by the late Kevin Conroy, uh, so RIP yeah, Kevin Conroy. Good. Yeah. Um, best single issue slash one shot Batman One Bad Day the Riddler special, um, by Tom King and Mitch Durand right. to the I, I was partial to the Rayshawn Cool, but like, yeah, I'm not. Up? I'm not mad at it. Like, I get it. You know. Yeah. Um, best continuing series Nightwing by Tom Taylor and Bruce Redondo or Bruno Redondo to the surprise of nobody. Yeah. Um, best limited series The Human Target by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. I like that um, book. I like that book. Hey, it was kind of hard. Like, I like that book, yeah. Yeah, taking human target and like making like a low-key just league international book with it is kind of <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. I can't I really can't slander that. 
Um, best writer, James Tinney in the fourth for Nice House on the Lake in the same universe. Okay. Um, best penciler slash inker or penciler slash inker team, Greg Smallwood for The Human Target. Best cover artist, Bruno Redondo for Nightwing. Yeah. Um, and best coloring, Jordi Belair for Nice House on the Lake, on the Lake and Suicide Squad Blaze. Those are the Nice House on the Lake. I just keep walking past it every time I'm, I'm buying my comics, man. See, I'm not a horror nigga. Like, I, yeah, I, me either. <laughs> I like watching horror things. So I think it's funny, but like, I can't. It doesn't really translate the same to me reading it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because hey, yo, I got I got kid. The, the people who write horror are much better at it than the people who make horror. Yeah, actually, actually, they make, so. they, they will write some actual scary shit. Ah uh, yeah, especially if it's not really attached to anything, you kind of can like go crazy with it too. So you, you can go super as wild as you want, but yeah, I'm mean, honestly for the I just sound like the Toms cleaned up Taylor and King. Um, James Tinian came back and still won another fucking Eisner, which is crazy. Um, honestly, I think it's crazy that James Tinian won Best Writer and Tom Taylor won both single issue and Best Limited. Series. I, so I was I was definitely gonna say that. I, I thought it was just Tom Taylor's to lose. To be honest with you, like Tom, my bad. Tom King won Best Single Issue and Best Limited Series, and Tom Taylor won Best Continuing, and James Tinian won Best Writer. I think that's a testament to how good James Tinian has been. Yeah, Tinian is solid, man. I just really just thought it would have been a layup year for uh, Tom Taylor. I I mean, shit, he he won the big one. I mean, yeah, but like best writer, it's like it's like winning song of the year, but not winning album of the year. You know? Yeah, but like it's, it's like watching film of the year. It's like winning film of the year, but not director of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what the fuck? You're still the you're still the champion. You just didn't get the individual accolade. It's like not, it's like not winning the finals MVP. Like, it's like the Seth Rollins belt versus uh, the Roman belt. You know? <laughs> Seth Rollins belt. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, you want to get to the Spider Man 2 shit? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. Before, you know, before, before we get to the actual trailer and shit and story and whatnot, what do they do to Miles, man? Yo, why they can't have niggas have regular hair, man? Why we got to be on some, some Bosky eye shit, man? Like, why, what, what why are we doing? Why can't you just have a regular fade, dog? Like, regular fade or throw him up or, oh, braid him up like the movie, bro. Yo, braid. You see, you saw it. You, you, you know see all saying? the different options and shit. Uh, brother Tim had a comment about it and said, and I quote, "Nigga gave him the stud anti starter locks." You know what I mean? <laughs> That's and, a fact. And, and shout out to brother Foles who, who followed up with the divorce auntie who comes to the family where her new roommate Deborah. Yeah, you know what I mean, her friend. So, and also, why does Peter? Why does Peter still like Tom Holland, man? I hate the new. I want. I said it before. I said it on here when the uh, re- remaster came out. I hate the new Peter face, bro. He looks I, too like he looks like he looks lame, bro. It looks weird. It don't feel right, bro. Like but it made him too does, much like Tom Holland. Like why do they make his face like that? They still haven't given a good reason why to that shit. I'm gonna be real. This may. I'm gonna say something brave yet controversial. I really don't like how they do the faces in these games. Everybody ugly, bro. Everybody ugly. Mary Jane ugly, bro. Peter ugly, cuz. He's trying to say they revolutionized uh face capture for the for these uh, games yeah. for now. <laughs> Yo, Mary Jane basically uh Maggie Gyllenhaal this shit, man. Set the block on fire, boy. Oh I don't my care. God. <laughs> I do not care. Set the block on fire. Oh <laughs> 
<laughs> but nah, man, I really, that's my only great with these games, bro. That's my only great. <laughs> I hate it, bro. They gave us 30 seconds of uh, Black Cat, you know what I mean? But then after that, she going, you know? You like the, what was the tweet my man said? It was part of the bits be nasty. Uh-huh. Said, I, I, I can't, I married the wrong person, Peter Parker. That's right there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You you and Peter Parker, same nigga. Oh. Same thing, man. But nah, they got they gotta do right by my boy Mouse. I pray there's like customizable options like within the game, but I doubt it. They gotta do they could they could at least give them the Corey Brewster Drays or some shit like that. Braids from like, Walking Dead or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be real outside of Killmonger, I've never seen niggas rock that hair that hairstyle, bro. The only niggas I've seen him do it is Hotaps. Honestly and true. Yeah, like, but like, even then, like, half of them are bald. It's like one out of every 10 Hotaps has that look. You know what I mean? It's not like it's the majority. <laughs> it's a niche look. It, even among the Hotaps, it's a niche look. I feel you. you know Hell saying? yeah, I took the Dr. Sebi poll of among the Hotaps <laughs> that I know. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, uh, the trailer actually looks good. Like, the story looks really good. Um, Yeah. Like we, yeah, it looks really good, man. Um, the details that have came out—I didn't actually get to watch the panel live, unfortunately—but the details that came out have been. Um, it's set almost a year after the Miles Morales game, which was set like the winter after the Peter game. So, like maybe mm-hmm. a year and a half has, of total time has passed since the first Spider-Man game. Um, Peter is pushing people away once he gets his new powers with the symbiote. Uh, both Peter and Miles are struggling with their personal lives. Miles is trying to enter college. Peter is broke, to no one's surprise. He's underwater on on, uh, Aunt May's house payments. Um, J. Jonah Jameson has returned to the Bugle, and Mary Jane is not fucking with him at all, but she is growing as a reporter. Um, Miles is going to confront Mr. Negative for killing his daddy. You know That was fired. That was a fire part of the trailer. If you don't hit him with an electric DDT, I'm going to be very upset. I need a oh. Deku punch, nigga. Like, I you gotta oh. put this nigga under. Oh, bro. you, oh, you, the Brooklyn Smash. Yeah, bro. Put this nigga through the ground, bro. If yo, now he gotta do him like Owen Hart did Stone Cold, man. This, this, <laughs> I swear, this, just I'll just this, drop this nigga on his neck. Dude, <laughs> no, you got do it. How the how many man is the Undertaker in the entrance? Like that nigga on fire, man. Yo, like, bro, let's start it off. Let's get into it. Um, Harry Osborne is playing a major role, of course, because you know he's Venom. Um. Craven is the catalyst of the story. He's apparently like basically the, the gasoline that makes everything light on fire. Um, and of course, the symbiote will threaten Marvel's New York. And they made sure to say Marvel's New York in everything and everyone Peter and Miles hold dear, um, which is, you know, on, some on par superhero shit. Um, I, got a, I got a conspiracy. I got a conspiracy. I don't think Harry is going to be Venom in the game. I think that's a swerve. I think we get Eddie Brock. You think it's going to be Eddie Brock? I think he, him and Mary Jane has something. They both work at the Bugle. We get introduced to Eddie Brock, and that's how we get Spider. I mean Venom. Honestly, honestly, and truly, right? This is once again some airplane X fantasy booking shit, right? Mm-hmm. I think Harry's going to be Venom, right? And but he's not going to be Venom the whole game. I think Osborne's Norman's going to get that shit by the end of the game. Wow. And then Norman's gonna get his ass bust, and then Norman's gonna be like, "I I had power like Spider Man for all of fifteen minutes. I want it again." And that's how he's going to go start making the Goblin 
uh, formula. And that's how we get, of course, the death match, Peter Parker versus Norman Osborn, Spider-Man versus Green Goblin. Yeah, that, that's really like that's game. like the build to like the third game, like the WrestleMania build. It's gonna be Spider Man versus uh, Goblin. Yeah, because this you think like this at the end of the last game, they basically killed Norman's uh, mayor election or mayor campaign, right? Yeah. So in the second game, they're going to kill his family off and probably you know his wealth. They're going to shut him from the media. Like, damn, nigga, you had your son out here being super villain. Like, fuck out of here. He's a, he's you can't be- do this to me. <laughs> we getting that team. <laughs> We get, you know, so we getting real. We get, we taking it back to the essence. We gonna kick that motherfucker out of his company, of course. Normal odds, we gonna start talking to himself, and be like, man, you know who was the problem? Spider Man. And then he's going to start going real crazy with shit because all he got left at that point of all that happens, he loses Harry, loses his company, loses the politics. All he got left is revenge. Yeah, yeah. And, that that, and that's that, where we take I like it from that. there. I like that booking, X. I like that booking. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that happens, and hopefully if it does, I get a royalty check because I know y'all ain't wrote ro- ro- this shit yet. I know. I was very Paul Heyman to you that booking. Hey, hey, man, this is not a prediction; it's a spoiler, my nigga. I'm trying to uh, tell y'all. Uh-huh. Um, the the trailer they did show like the gameplay looks hard, even though there wasn't a ton of it in this trailer. Um, I I'm excited for this game, man. I I really wish I I really thought about getting this the collector's edition ahead of time. Like, had I known about that like two weeks prior, I could have budgeted for that shit and bought it. But <laughs> with no with no video game, no physical but, discs. But yo, hey, hey man, I can we for a second, can we talk about that actually? Because I got something to really talk about that with. How the fuck are we getting to a day and age where people will put out steel books without the fucking disc? Yeah, the WandaVision shit. You seen that? Dog, that's the most how 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 are we doing this, man? That don't yeah. make no sense. That's so egregious, bro. No, it costs. I I can tell you for sure, as someone with experience, as someone who knows people who actually manufactures DVDs and CDs and things like that, who has to buy the chemicals and whatnot, it is actually more expensive to do without the disc than it is with the, just the steel book and the shit inside. Yeah, it is harder to do that without the disc. You have to go out of your way to do that shit. How? Imagine paying forty dollars for a steel book and getting no movie. Van, the Spider, the dog, the Spider-Man Two Collector's Edition costs what two fifty? Two fifty. How the fuck about you? Get a diamond. I'm telling. I'm telling you, it's a diamond statue. PVC. It's not expensive to make. Yeah, it's not expensive. You know what I'm saying? And you get no game. Like what what part of the game is that? Bro, you you get you get the diamond statue. You get the steel book for the game. You get the you get all the little DLC codes. You get the little booklet that comes with it. But you don't get the fucking disc. Right. Right. I paid a quarter of a thousand dollars and I can't get a fucking disc. <laughs> just give me the game, man. Just throw it in there, bro. Like, what are we Mind doing? You, like, they're, it's not like they're, playing, like they're putting out the game digital only. You can buy the disc. Why the yeah. fuck you just put the just don't put the disc with the game? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm happy that but, people are standing on like this being bullshit, you know? That's, it's fucking stupid. Like, with, with the fucking WandaVision 2, like, you mean to tell me y'all gonna part a steelbook for a show you can't even buy on CD or, or DVD? <laughs> Bro, to this day, you can't buy WandaVision nowhere. Can't buy, you Matt, can't buy any of the Marvel shows. Dog, mad like fuck, like fuck how I feel about it. Mad people love that show. So yeah. many people talk highly about WandaVision, and you can't physically own that shit. But I can buy the motherfucking special edition steelbook without a disc. Yeah. Come on, Cap- man. Capitalism has gone too far this time. Come on, man. That, that don't make no fucking sense for nobody. Yeah. Come on. Um. 
are you caught? Have you watched the latest episode of Secret Invasion? No, because after that talk last week with Banks, it kind of made me. I'm gonna just wait for the finale. I'm gonna just right. wait for the finale. I'm so proud of you. you, you yeah. know, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so glad you've grown and shit. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of growth, Thomas Hayden Church. That name might sound familiar to y'all. He played Sandman in the original Raimi movies for Spider Man. Right. Uh, says he had has heard rumblings of Sam Raimi developing Spider Man Four with Tobey Maguire. Um. Uh, then how do you feel about the prospect of this? <sighs> Where's this gonna live, bro? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's interesting in like theory, you know, an older Spider-Man, you know, Sam Raimi back behind the lens for Spider-Man, uh technology of today. Um, so it's interesting in theory, but it's just like where does this live, you know? Um I guess you want you do the multiverse thing, but it's just like where do where do you go? Like what is this? What is this really? What's the purpose of it? Why are we doing this? You know. See, here's the crazy thing. I could see. I could see because Venom three has already started production, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little uh, bit before. I, was, I, was I think it was like pre production. Yeah, actually, let me Google it real quick. Let me make I sure. Pre production. Venom. Who's directing this movie? Kelly Marcel. Okay. Um, what I was going to say is, if Venom 3 hadn't started yet, I could see Tobey Maguire being the Spider-Man for that movie and Sam Raimi coming on to direct that movie and make it like some, some horror shit. I think that would be cool and that would be a way for him to like ultimately correct Spider-Man 3. Um, but I don't... Like you said, where's this going to live? Yeah, like what is it? Is it going to fall in the MCU timeline of things? Is it just going to be a Sony thing? Now, not if it was just a Sony thing, that would be cool, you know. Not, yeah, not even just like where's it like gonna live just in like in the continuity sense of it. Like, what streaming service is gonna go on? Right, like, like is this going what, straight to the stars? Like, well, how yeah. are we doing this? What platform is this gonna be on? These movie, the fucking Bob Iger came out last week and said like, if it if it doesn't have something to do with the main MCU plot, bro, what the fuck are we making this for? Yeah, so, so like, why are we why are we making a Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie? It might be the heat check. It might be a heat check for Sony. It it might be a heat check, but also like, where's the connectivity? It don't make it really don't make sense on that one. Um, If it's true, I would love to hear who's coming back for it. Right, and then even then, it's like coming back for it in what sense? Like, unless you're bringing back the foe, which I doubt. But it's like, you know, what are we gonna do? And the thing is, I'm sure Marvel not gonna want you to do certain villains or heroes because they still have another trilogy of Spider-Man movies they gotta do. So they well, gonna need all the villains and shit they want. Think of it like this, right? Like of the original cast, James Franco is persona not grata, dog. Like so you can't bring back Harry, even though yeah, he got he got popped in the last movie. You he died one and two. If you brought him back, you have to recast him probably. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane, Kirsten Dunst could probably like would probably come back for it, but like why? Why are we bringing back Kirsten? Why are we remaking a Spider-Man movie? The the last trilogy we got wasn't even good. Yeah, I I I really just think it's like it's just a waste of time, you know. It's it's nostalgia thing or cool, but I think nostalgia way we have in society today is good in doses. I don't think I want that shit around all the time, you know. I I don't want to get to a point where like studios just start doing the Disney thing, which is just remaking all the like the old hot animated shit. Yeah, um, selling nostalgia. Like, I, like if I don't, I don't see the reason like we need to reboot a, another, make another Spider Man franchise, dog. Like, 
we've had three in 15 years. Right. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I think audiences are, um, it's diminishing returns with the nostalgia thing, man. I think audiences kind of like, okay, like it was, I think it's been downhill for a long time with the whole nostalgia thing. Um, even if we think about Doctor Strange, they're doing oh, it in God, Deadpool. My bad. Yeah. ATL United is bad. Continue. Yeah, they're trash. Shout out to uh, Yusef Martinez getting the fuck out of there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So shit, shit, shit is shit is real out there, man. For them, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Shit. Um, let's get into the Marvels. This is that's our main event for this week. Um. Hey, hey, man. First of all, this movie is set to serve as a direct sequel to Secret Invasion. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't believe I'm saying this. And yes, this is me. I, I, I'm positive this is this is X at 8.24 on the day I'm recording this. Um, telling you that this trailer kind of looks good, man. <laughs> no, it looks like a solid movie, bro. Like, I, I think what's really going to help it is like, you know, I think with Brie Larson, she had a lot of, she had to carry a lot of the bulk of the last movie, you know, Samuel Jackson did that. Yes, Absolutely. yeah, her, her. I think them together though, too. Like, I think it was just them two on the island, <laughs> you know, to be carrying that movie along. And, uh, and Lashana Lynch, or yeah, yeah Lashana Lynch, who played yeah, Maria yeah. Rambo, right? Maria Rambo. I feel like they had yeah. a lot of heavy lifting to do with that movie. It was basically just them on the island carrying the shit. But I feel like when you add Tiana Paris, you add um, I forget the young lady's name that plays on Miss Marvelani. She yeah. you add her into it. You add the cast from her show, which can help you with good supporting characters. Um, and then you bring back Sam Jackson. I think you have a, a formula for a pretty good movie. Looks like a honestly, good time. Honestly, dog, like Sam Jackson seems to be playing like the, the overhead role for this one. Like less like because in the first one, he was basically like her partner in crime damn near. Right. Um, and this one he seems to be like more of like like Nick Fury, like guy in the chair type shit. Mm-hmm. Um and so basically, you have Amon Valani and Tiana Paris functionally replacing Samuel L. Jackson and Lashana Lynch for this next one, right. which means Brie Larson has two. No, this is what this uh, Lashana Lynch or Sam Jackson, but two even funnier and more charismatic people with her yeah. to now play off of. And the chemistry in this movie looks really good, honestly. Yeah, and truly. It, it looks good. My only thing is, it's like I really hope that they emphasize on the. The issue that um, Captain Marvel and you know Monica Rambeau have, you know, you kind of left them out there, like you kind of just like didn't come back to them, you know, after that, yeah. um, after the movie that was in the nineties. Was it uh It was like um, she was like her godmom or something like that. Or she just she was just TT Carroll, but she was yeah. still TT Carroll. Um, you think about it, she didn't visit her mom when her mom was in the hospital and passed away, like none of that, like yeah. it just wasn't around. And Carol, Carol was alive during them five years, right? Yeah, she was in space. Yeah, so she could have came and visited and, and checked her out, or whatever. Um, that could have that. I think that's a good subplot to explore. Um, I think, honestly, bro, I'm so excited about Tiana Paris and the mom of this movie. I don't care about yeah. Carol Danvers, and that's not even like a, a slander to like Brie Larson because I think she's doing everything she can. I think Brie Larson's cool as shit. I just don't care. I think she's yeah, hundred percent. You know, I'm gonna be real. Niggas don't really give a fuck about Captain Marvel. We seen what you did to them young children in Civil War too. Um, but <laughs> but what what it is for me is just like I don't know. I think you, you add in these new characters that we haven't seen on screen yet. You know, in in a big way, in a movie way, 
I think it, I think it works, man. It's a formula for a good movie, man. Um, Especially when it's coming out. I don't see anything else really dropping around that time. Especially now. Yeah, they they saying as of right now, this movie's going to stay on date, uh, even with the strikes. We're gonna see if that continues. Uh because shit, we didn't have trailers dropping, they pushed the movie back literally the next day or the morning. Yeah, they're the gonna put this shit on ABC because ain't shit else on it. It's gonna be the baby boy. <laughs> the ABC, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, I I gotta say, I think the, the glue of this movie is gonna be Amon Vellani. Um uh, yeah. and it seems that honestly. She was the glue of this movie on and offset. Um, they had apparently the unofficial motto on the Marvel set was if you don't know, ask Amana Vellani. She yeah. would correct your ass very fast. Um Brie Larson said she literally would not know how old Carol Danvers is if not for Amon. Yeah. Um, she's the one who knows has all the timeline straight. She's basically the con she's she was basically a producer for this movie. She's doing double duty. <laughs> continuity. continuity hey, uh, you she know was I mean? doing Kevin Feige's job. Essentially, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I think I think I'm really looking forward to seeing her team out of Paris. Uh, I think I think Brie Larson can do great with great writing. They just gotta get great writing. Uh, but thankfully they have Mia DaCosta doing this movie. So I think I think something will happen. Uh, and plus Samuel Jackson seems to actually really enjoy working. On the Marvel movies, and by the Marvel movies, I do mean the Captain Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, you know, him so and Brie Larson are really close too. Like, yeah, they're wild. Like, they're like best friends or some shit. He, yeah. Tim, I feel like Sam Jackson's everyone's like cool uncle in Hollywood or some shit like that. You know, like, never heard a bad thing about Sam Jackson. Net, oh, no one has ever said a bad thing about Sam Jackson. Um, the Marvels is coming out in November somehow. It's still happening in November. Um, Same. yeah, man, I hope it's good. Like. I don't wish the movie's bad. Uh, I'm going to see, like, I really want to see how the CGI is at the final one, honestly and truly, like, with all the strikes and shit. Because, um, like, it looks really good in the trailer, but, like, we didn't see some shit look really good in the trailer and got faked out before. We all remember Hulk running in the end of um, Endgame. And we all remember Mark Ruffalo being in that fucking suit at the end of Endgame. Or Infinity War, <laughs> my bad. Infinity War, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the fake out. So, yeah, so we didn't see, we didn't have a fake out before, so I'm, I'm interested to see what stays in the trailer and what doesn't. Um, but honestly, the whole concept of like switching places when you whenever you use your powers seems really cool to me, honestly and truly, and that's a really nice twist. Um, yeah. once again, I'm gonna so, right? Kamala's new powers is way cooler than her old ones. I'm sorry, fight me. Yeah, yo, can we? I might have been wrong about that shit, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I might have been wrong about this shit. I will say though, we weren't wrong about that shit about her being a mutant being whack. Oh, yo, man, can I? Can I? Yo, man, can, let's talk about, about this. Dude, this is coming and it's stupid. I don't, I don't like it at all. I think it's gonna diminish her into a role player in the comics. When you were using your own thing, use your own entity. You lived in your own planet. You did your own. You know what I mean? You had your own little Kamala world. Now you're just going to get sucked up into this X-Men thing and just be another piece for Charles Xavier just to move around when he wants to. Um, it's really not It's really not popping. Unless they fight for custody over her, her the humans versus the uh, X-Men, that'd be fire. But um, I mean, outside of that... dead for like three years, right? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, some of the most gruesome deaths in comic <laughs> history. <laughs> Yo, pick up that book if you get a chance, bro. There's some animal violence in that, in that book, too. It's crazy. Shout out to Lockjaw. Um, um, but yeah, man. 
I don't like it at all. And then she's banging the X-Men shit a little too too hard, bro. Like, you just got here. I, I think it's so whack to take her legacy from being a founding member of Champions, never giving that book the proper resources to really, like, blow up like it should have. Uh, like, fuck, if Champions League even had, like, half the promo of the X-Force book of the Krakoan era had... They'd be out of here, bro. That book would have hit the motherfucker. Yo, especially if they imagine like this, right? Imagine they would have put out a champ. The champions book came out what 2014, right? Yeah. Around the time like Miles started to get like popular in regular media. And the, the Spider-Verse movie came out in 2018. I might have to put out imagine if Marvel's animation was good and they put out a champions movie around 2016, 2017. Yeah. Right? Something to reach the kids. Something to like put something behind these characters. Uh and now they are retconning her from a founding members of the champions, something she founded with Cyclops technically, uh, yeah. to just another member of the X-Men and acting as if she's never been a part of any other team besides the X-Men. Yeah, and speaking of champions and like young Avengers in general, like why not just put her on that team? You know what I mean? Have a run with them. Like, especially now with all these um most of these characters are in the MCU except Miles. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sure Vivid. Viv Vision is coming soon. Um, yeah, keep, it like, but, keep it like that. Keep Miles up to you. I'm 100% he's serious. Coming soon. He's coming soon. But, like, you have all the rest of the team, like, in there. Like, why not just... I don't know. I think you can. You could have did something really cool, and you just did something really generic, with, you know. And my other issue is, like, with them changing the comics to, like, fit the MCU, what are the stories they're going to pull from if they keep this MCU thing going, you know? Like, you're just, like, you know... You need the comics to feel the movies for storyline purposes, you know, and ideas and concepts and, you know, looks like. So if you just change the comics to MCU, what are you going to be pulling from? You know, I you know, what, I haven't thought about this until like literally right now when you just said that. But. I think I think Miss Marvel is going to lead the mutants when they eventually come into the MCU. Oh, yeah. She's going to be the character like that walks the audience through the whole mutant thing. And they're going to use uh-huh. her. Ah, all right, man. I hate it here. She's gonna be like Cole in the Mortal Kombat movie. I, I fucking hate it here, man. It's bad, man. I I don't like it. But they took away, they took away even like her cult, like her cultural scarf she used always had a part of the costume. Her colorway, nigga, she's wearing like royal blue and yellow. Just like, why why is she wearing the original X Men fit colors? Like, I don't like it, man. It's it's not cool. It's not wavy, bro. Why is she associated like? Why the fuck are we living in a planet where Miss Marvel now has more associations with Wolverine than than Miles Morales, dog? Yeah, like why would she choose to become a weed carrier, bro? I don't, I don't get it. She ain't choose. They wrote, they wrote her to fucking kill her off. That's the problem. <laughs> True. Cut right, off for two I'm weeks not... just to say, yo, she's dead. Yo, literally, yo, killed her off for not even a whole calendar month. Yo, niggas was crying at her funeral. Nigga, Captain America showed up, took his little shoes off. You know what I mean? In the mines, nigga. All these All niggas right. is crying. Peter per- Parker got dressed up, nigga. For what? God, that shit is... Man, whatever. Let's get into this. Let's pay some bills. Let's get out of here. I'm not fucking bro. <laughs> fucking Marvel editorial. Um, Live from 30 Tower Podcast coming to y'all next week. Shout out to LJ. Um, the Lookout. Yo, what's happening to The Lookout, man? Special. Yeah. So, yeah, special episode this weekend talk, capturing the pain arc of Naruto. If you haven't been tapping in, y'all really should. Shout out, shout out to the uh, 
the black eye, you know what I mean? Big eyes reunion. The big yeah, eyes. They had on there. I, I, I feel like the nigga Rich Dudley brothers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, shout out to the A Show. Shout out to the World Report. Shout out to the Rewise Room. Shout out to the Black Print. Shout out to, shout out to Josh Fries making Justin watch all of South Park in order to watch The Wire. Shout out to Mark for starting The Wire. <laughs> shout out to Mark for getting halfway through the first season of The Wire. Shout out to you, man. It's almost like you should come on Shotgun Confessions, brother. Last episode. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, hey, man, we got we got room, you know what I'm saying? Always, always for our RSC brother, we always got room, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course, shout out to our patrons as well, patreon.com backslash the Blackberry RNC. Um, and of course, follow us on Blackberry RNC at Blackberry RNC on Twitter, on threads, on Instagram, on spill. Uh, we'll get to Blue Sky eventually, but damn, follow us, man. On X. <laughs> all right, man. Okay, yeah. Actually, before we get before we get out of here, all right, man. The only X we acknowledge is me. The exactly. only X we acknowledge is Malcolm X. All right. The only X we acknowledge is X videos. We will not acknowledge X, the social media platform. Okay. Just because that motherfucking changed his name to a real nigga does not mean he gets realness. All right. Tell Elon to cut the check, man. My name is my name. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. We'll see y'all nigga. next week at Stanfield. That's where we go. <laughs> That's where we go on this week. My name is my name. Elon Musk, a season assist is coming your way. We'll see y'all next week. Peace, y'all. <laughs>